Yeah. Tomorrow I might just get that motherfucking car wash and shit. Drive around all day, playing my shit. Yeah. I never do much talking, I never do much tricking, I never do no hating, I'm what the game's been missing, I hear you niggas talking, you niggas sound like bitches, I'm all about my riches, I'm open even on Christmas, she love the fucking attention, I love the fuck, that's my mission, maybe we could go fishing, she like that, now that's different, my bartender, she from Michigan, Truffle fries from the kitchen. Yo, 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 what's going on, sports family? We back again with another MNF. Oh, hey, we got some little edits in here, man. But no, nah, we got the family in the building, man. We got Jay Mouse checking all the way in. New Brib Alert, man. Checking in all the way from Detroit, man. Checking in all the way from Atlanta, from Chicago. Then we got the homie. Nate checking in all the way from the west side, man. Cali, you know, is back. we got you the building, man. Real quick, just to pay the bills, man. Small businesses, big businesses. You want to take your business to the next level, go over there and check out the Brian Magazine, man. They could build a marketing campaign for your company from the ground up, and they could put you in front of the culture the right way you need to be, man. So make sure you go over there, highlight Kevin and them guys, and tell them we said what up. Um, everything today is powered by TOV Sports, man. For them, we in the building, but <laughs> it's so much going on, man. We we got so many topics, man. We 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 gonna jump around today, but first we gonna get it started off. With the, uh, I want to get y'all reaction to Patrick Mahomes' massive contract extension, man. I want to get y'all thoughts on this, Nate. Let me hear what you think about it, man. Yeah, honestly, years five hundred and three million. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need to give that joint a round of applause, bro. No cap, because uh, first, my biggest contract in American sports history goes to a black quarterback. You feel me? Like the irony of that is just huge. You feel me? The position that they tried to keep away from us for such a long time. Yeah. Finally, twenty-four-year-old dude getting the biggest contract. Like that's not even your football prime. So when yeah. I saw that, bro, I'm not gonna lie, I was happy. You feel me? I'm not touching any of that money, but just to see something yeah. like. It definitely showed, man. We didn't come a long way, but 503 M's that's life changing. 50 of it guaranteed, I think, or like you feel me? 100, 140. 140. That's like yeah. never played at all, though. You feel me? Dude's set for life, but he's well, it's well deserved, man. Like, he's the best quarterback I'd have never seen personally. Like, you feel me? I know, I know Tom Brady nice, and you know, I know Brett Favre's nice, you know, I know Aaron Rodgers is good, but you know, what I've seen from Patrick at 24 years old. I don't think I ever seen nobody do it in the sport of football. So he deserves everybody did at all, man. Fredo, what's your thoughts on the contract, man? It's just dope, man. That nigga really is dope. Got a fucking MVP first year, second year, fucking um, Super Bowl. That's that's crazy. I ain't never seen no shit like that before. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Fact though, Miles, what's your what's your thoughts on it, man? What what do you think about the contract, man? I think, yeah, I think uh, that shit. I think that shit is really like a you know, like Nate said, monumental, bro. And to be a black athlete to secure that, bro. I mean, we all know we dominate sports, but now we got it on paper. So hey, yeah. 
as you write about that. Me, like just to get into it, man, like I said, it's a 10 year hunt, uh, not a hundred, $503 million contract, 140 guaranteed and an injury guarantee. And he got more guarantees than that. Like that, that's just what they released. He probably got more different guarantees locked up in there. And I, I like what Mahomes did because uh, once you look at it, you, you see it like, damn, that's a half a billion dollar contract, but it's a team friendly deal. You feel me? Like he getting what he worth with averaging out to like 50 some million a year. But once you look at it, he still that that was a 10 year extension. So he's still playing on this rookie deal. So next year he's scheduled to only make two point four million dollars. You feel me? And the year after that, like twenty four something after that. He get hit with eighty three million, just you feel me, just off the wall, like, like it's, it's over with. Yeah, and it's like it's team say? friendly too because it's like you know it sounds like a lot of money right now, but if they able to offer that with this version of the salary cap, considering football still growing, you feel me? By the time year ten comes around, he might even be underpaid, considering like you feel me. Most quarterbacks' primes not even till like they mid thirties. Yeah. Like if still winning championships by then. He'll probably be considered underpaid, honestly. Facts. And I, like, what they're going to do, I know they're going to go in and restructure the contract. You know what I'm saying? And Mahomes is in a special position. Like, he followed – like, he got paid, and he still followed, like, the Brady um, cook-up that Brady was doing. He underpay yourself to a certain extent so you can have talent around you. Like, he's going to have talent around him for years to come. You feel me? Like, talent never be an issue with him and what they got – you know, what they got going. Um, I just I just like the situation that they in, man. Like he he definitely took one for the team, and he he made it he made it uh, a good situation. And salute to um the Chiefs, man. They uh did right by him because a lot of teams would try to get over on guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I I like I like what's going on with what I'm seeing though, man. But just to just to keep moving forward, man. I want to get you all start on the on the Washington Redskins. They they retiring the Redskins part of their name, and uh, they changing the uh, the mascot as well. I want to get y'all thoughts on that, and which they should change the uh, the name too. Um, Fredo, let me get let me get your thoughts on that, bro. Man, it's about time. They've been racist, bro. They knew it was been, like this whole time. They knew it was racist. Yeah, they kept the same jersey. Like niggas was complaining about that shit like back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2012, 2013, all that. So it's about it's about time they changed it. Yeah, and, and when I like when I look at it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, it is time, and Dan Snyder, um, you just gonna call a spade a spade, bro. He is racist, and I feel yeah. like the only reason why he's doing that is because the big corporations that's backing the the, the I'm not gonna call them Redskins, but the Washington organization. They they said they were gonna pull out. Nike stopped selling the apparel. FedEx said if you don't change the name, we out. And he looking at it like, damn, probably like uh, that's almost a billion dollars. You feel me? So you can't you can't do that type of stuff. So you gotta um, you most definitely gotta um, you know, um, definitely uh, make up for that. My bad. I'm over here shopping a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the other thing I want to get into with this one though is uh like dan snyder he also like it's just crazy because recently like yesterday it came out that he was possibly prostituting up the cheerleaders all type of stuff like he may be in thicker water than what he is right now so uh, i just like i said i wanted to get y'all thoughts on the uh, red things and just everything surrounding the red 
Just make what's your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, like bad organizations, like if you're a bad team for a long time, it's usually reflective in your ownership. You know, like you can be a bad team just because you don't have no talent right now, but you know, you at least doing right by your fan base. Like mm-hmm. you, know, you at least have talent and allow them to stay, you know, but bad organizations, they stay bad because the leaders, like for example, the Knicks with James Dolan, you feel me? Uh, Charlotte's ownership group with Michael Jordan. They haven't been too successful. You know, I wouldn't say they're the best owners. Yeah, you got in football, you know, like it just starts at the top. But, you know, it's for me, it was kind of sad that it took public pressure from the sponsors for him to like finally make the, this decision. Because people have been saying the Redskins, like, you know, that name wasn't appropriate. Like me, yeah. D.C., you know, like it's a Redskins town, actually, which is the crazy part about it. Like even though they suck, people still love Washington football. You know, like the Wizards aren't the biggest team in Washington. Maybe. I guess maybe the Capitals might have taken it over by winning the championship, but you know, it's still a big football city, which is weird. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm not exactly sure what their name would be. I feel like the best name for them would be the Capitals, but you already got the hockey team like that. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to the sexual assault, I just saw actually a report. It was like 14 women that worked in the organization came out with a sexual assault like charges or, you know, um, yeah. 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 Charges against Dan Snyder and the organization. And like, yeah. I said, like, it's just not surprising, you know, rich, white, racist, white man, you know, all often thinking he could probably just get away with something. And, you know, now that every now that it's popular to be politically correct, you feel me? He's going to have to pay the price for it. So, you know, should have just been a better person from the start. Yeah, it could definitely get ugly with this. Miles, what's your thoughts on that? And you, Nate, you brought in a good point, man. Like, because y'all went to Howard and y'all done been in D.C. So y'all know what's going on out there and how the town feels. So, Miles, what's your thoughts on um just the, the change of the name and what do you think they should change it to? Um, all right, look, I'm open to anything that's not racist. I mean, the way I see it realistically, bro, uh, I got to agree with you, Michael. I mean, my opinion is, you know, fuck them and Dan Snyder. My, my mind. Because it's been year. Everybody know from drunk this red fans, this racist. But that name already driven, uh, Oh, a racist uh, connotation to people know. So the fact that people have been saying it, been saying it, but now all of a sudden because it's kind of if you want to so call it a race war right now, and it's kind of in the midst of a pandemic and everybody's in a frenzy. They want to all of a sudden pick their shit up along with all the other corporations for all of a sudden decide to pick in and tweet Black Lives Matter. You know, it's, it's all it's all a scheme. And to me, I'll just say fucking because they could have did this a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. If they would have did this when nobody brought any circulation about the name, even though it was already known. You know, yeah. But the fact that everybody else is doing it, you adding to it now, like it's clear what y'all trying to do. Yeah, sure. and, and it's just like, you know, because Dan Snyder before said, you know, I never changed the name. He said that in a statement that he just, uh, an open statement addressing the name of it. And he doubled down on that. You know what I'm saying? And now once you don't get that back in that, that financial back and you see shit changing and that and it, it just always get funny when money get involved. And well, uh, say he'll, he'll never get no props from me personally for changing the name. You feel me? Like at all, cause you know, you get props from anybody in like the sports world or anybody that really pays attention, you're not going to get props for doing the right thing. Like you should have yeah. been this all along. So, you know, yeah. like congratulating the name change and stuff like, nah, bro. Like he would, he's supposed to have been done this. And like you said, it's just sad that you have to hurt somebody's pocketbooks for them to make the right decision. 
Yeah. And also just to just to wrap this one up, like because I didn't get my uh what they should change the name to, but um I feel like they need to converse with the natives, you know what I'm saying? The ones who who they offended, the ones who were the oppressors of the red skin name. Like you need to converse with them about that. And I feel like they like the uh that the Washington organization should have to do something for those people, you know what I'm saying? Because you've been making a, a dollar off their name, you know what I'm saying, not off their name, but off a racial connotation that has something to deal with them, you've been making money off that. So uh, I feel like they definitely should definitely should have to kick back in to um, the Native American community for sure. You feel me? But um, yeah, bro. But just to keep moving on and getting into social justice things, man. Only 17 out of the 350 NBA players um, that's going to Orlando chose to put messages or not anything at all on their jersey. So I want to get y'all thoughts on that. Um, do you think the guys should have done it? Um, is this bad messaging and what have you? Fred, what's your thoughts on that? Nah, they shouldn't have done it, man. Like, it don't make sense. Like, I feel like it's just all performative. They're just trying to throw something out there. It's coming. Mm-hmm. they just coming out of nowhere with someone just trying to throw something up there, trying to um, appease black people. Like, hey, we got to think of something. Like, we want to, we really want to just come back and start the league, but we got to think of something. You can't just like say, hey, we on this day. We got to think of something to make them happy. So they threw it out there. But really, you see, nobody wanted that because they only did 17 out of out of uh, 350 players. Only 17 of them are doing it. Yeah. Mouse, what's your thoughts on that, man? Do you think more people should have, uh, more players should have changed the, the back of their name on their jersey and stuff like that and put messages on there? Uh, the way I see it, I feel like each player should do it. They feel suit. You know what I'm saying? I know I read, I read both uh, about both sides. I know uh, I read an about a couple players who decided to, you know, put some social justice messages on the back of their jerseys, and it was because they wanted to make a statement. And some other players didn't want to do that because they felt as the NBA was just using the platform to further vocalize. Again, what all these other companies are doing is trying to fake their movement for Black Lives Matter, and I don't feel like that's NBA has always been somewhat supportive, uh, but I do understand the stigma of black people saying I'm tired of just a message. Like yeah. it's to do some shit. And I feel like that's why we don't want to put the, the name on the back because some to you know frankly to be honest in the past you know what I'm saying it's been little stuff that have appeased black people to be like okay well this is enough or now nah, we're noticed or whatever. So maybe that stigma alone and them putting the message on the back they like that's not gonna be enough and I don't want people to even think that's enough. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck it. But it's for me, like, I, um, I, I was 50-50 on the name of the back of the jersey thing. Like, if, like you said, if you want to do it, do it. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but I, I'm more into what, um, what, what's the dude name? Drew Holiday. I'm more into what he did. Like, he gave his whole, his whole account, like, his whole salary away. You know what I'm saying? I'm more into that. Like you give some to HBCUs, then the rest of black organizations and stuff like that. I'm I'm for that. You feel me? Like if you if you're gonna play and put a message out there, you know what I'm saying? Put that dollar out there. You feel me? Like don't don't just don't just play. That just don't just don't play and put something on the back of your jersey. Like that ain't gonna do nothing for us. You feel me? Uh, I mean, I guess more people to see the message or whatever, but now nah, put put a dollar towards it. You feel me? Like let let us uh really revolutionize something you feel me so uh nate what's your thoughts on that man and i agree with uh everything y'all said uh like i was watching the cnn interview the other day it was don lamont and natasha cloud she played for the mystics 
And uh, basically, she was saying, like, names on the back of the jerseys are crumbs in terms of the grand scheme, which they are. You know, yeah. like, it's a crumb. Like, it's no action behind it. It's just like, you know, equality, you know, Black Lives Matter, which is all they are all true messages. So I'm not judging anybody that put it on the back of their jersey. But I can understand not wanting to because at the yeah. end of the, the NBA is probably going to sell those jerseys, you know, make a dollar off it. So like and what we've been saying for the past few weeks anyway, you should be putting your dollar where your mouth is. Like we, we we talked about a few weeks ago, maybe even possibly coming up with a group of players that pull together their end of salary to put like in black banks or, you know, like you said, HBCUs, black businesses. Yeah. There are people on the other side. Like uh, I like what Alex Caruso said. So for a white man in the NBA, you feel me? It's, it's essentially a black game, a black yeah. person game, you know, like, it's no point of us putting – something on the back of our jerseys that most of our followers already believe. You feel me? Like most of LeBron's followers already believe black lives matter or equality, mm-hmm. you know, probably black young men, black uh, young women, et cetera. But for somebody like Caruso, you feel me? Him putting some like black lives matter on the back of his Jersey, you know, a white dude that probably other white dudes look up to, you know, probably just at the sole fact is just, he looks like a normal white guy that could yeah. do anything like that. So for him to do something like put it on the back of his Jersey, it's probably a little bit more powerful. But, you know, I like the stuff that Drew's doing, you know, $5.3 million. That's a, that's a lot of money. And then somebody yeah. like, Grant, you know, every interview, he ends every question was saying, like, you know, I want to get back to the point, though, that Breonna Taylor's uh, murderers are still free. So, you know, yeah. more action. But, to but even though, like, even with that, bro, like, that's still like we can't do that every interview. Like, it just get lame. Like, I understand the point behind it, but it just get like, bro, come on, bro. Like, we could be doing something way more other productive than this, because... It's a little more It's a little more performative, but I think with that, it's just like, you know, the media tries to take and spin stories all the time. So, he, for him, it's just like, you know, let's not give them a story at all. Like, let's just tell them exactly what they need to hear. And, yeah. like, you see, they put in... Jeremy Grant rarely ever on Bleacher Report. So, yeah. take Bleacher Report just by saying, like, you know... We need to address Veronica Taylor's murders. Like, you know, that's that's him using his voice for better. But to your point, you know, it's performative. Like, put the money down, you know, sign petitions, talk to your local lawmakers, because they have the power to get in those circles that most people don't. Because yeah, my thoughts on it, like, just to further expound on it, like, okay, like, you you, you end the interview, you end the, each topic was saying, okay, I want to get back to the point where we walked the BAM and this, what just happened with their and once they get that interview done and they finish cutting that up, that's probably not going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that probably won't make TV. So it's just like, bro, you just got to, like, be smart about what you're doing and understand, like, bro, it's, it's other ways to do stuff. Like, you, you definitely want to make sure the message is still out there, and I respect that about it. Like, he's still trying to push the message out there. But there's different ways you can do that. Facts. I have thoughts on that. All right, well, sure. let's let's move on, man. We we getting we getting closer to the fun topics, man. Cause I, I know it's about to <laughs> it's about to turn up in a few. You feel me? But uh, man, recently um, a lot of guys been getting snitched on, man. The uh, <laughs> White Howard to be one. Um, <laughs> the NBA has imposed a snitch hotline. So if you call this hotline, you can snitch on players, tell their whereabouts, say where they're at. And the NBA will go get that player, and that player has to be quarantined for up to eight to ten days. And it just—I I, guess—I guess they feel like it's public humiliation. Uh, humiliation just because you uh, got uh, caught outside the bubble. But 
I don't know, man. What's y'all thoughts on on this whole snitch hotline, y'all? For for people snitching or not, man? Let me get um Nate. Let me, I'm gonna let me say this, man. You shouldn't be snitching about somebody not wearing a mask. So like Dwight Howard, but shit, if somebody leave the bubble, bro, you gotta think that's because if somebody back into the bubble, like the more and more people that come back in with coronavirus or like exposed to coronavirus. The whole bubble experiment could possibly fail. You feel me? And that's oh, millions of dollars on the table. So it's like, yeah, don't snitch on somebody not wearing a mask. You feel me? But if somebody leave the bubble and is coming back in, bro, I mean, it's like they low key endangering the whole campus. I'm not saying it's right, but in this instance, it probably is the right thing to do. You feel me? Like, just don't be endangering your fellow, your fellow com- like corporation. You feel me? Like, don't- yeah. <laughs> and these people not on the same team either. So. Yeah. It's- if you're doing the wrong thing, that's not my fault, bro. I don't want to get Corona, but I also want to get a competitive advantage by getting you out there if you're doing the wrong thing. So, you know, don't tell people not wearing masks, but if they leave in the bubble, I feel like that's the proper, that's the only time I, I could probably allow the snitching. Yeah, Mouse, what's your thoughts on the snitching, man? It is a lot going on with this, man. What's your thoughts on? They got snitching niggas walking out the field looking like Inspector Gadget. Uh, I'm not, hey, bro. Call the leader of it. Fuck all of that. I understand Corona, bro. I understand the seriousness of it. But if them niggas sign a contract and they provide, they supposed to uphold that, then they should do their part and not step out that bubble anyway. Now they actually do that, and it's some other shit. Then okay, some needs to be applied to to deal with that. But yeah. you really about to sit there and dial in the hotline with snitch? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you want some like definitely like you said, Inspector Gadget, uh anything, Judy Bloom type, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let, let let one of these niggas step out outside the bubble to get some cheeks, and then they get snitched on only to find out now look, you got a whole nother. Now you just went from getting snitched on because of corona, now you got a cheating scandal, nigga. Wife at yeah. home. Nigga, all that other shit. It's not even look, I ain't even saying that to be you feel me. I ain't about you. I'm just yeah, saying the of the NBA is what comes with it, comes with it. Yeah. Y'all snitching and it's a hotline. Oh, I know them niggas don't want to be worried about that. Yeah. Right. Just to just to you feel me, piggy bank off of one of your points, man. Um and I was talking about this the other day, man. Like they should have had I don't want to ah, that's kind of crazy. But they should have had like man, you know Shorty's trying to be in Orlando. I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, but you know Shorty's trying to be in Orlando. Man, they, they, they had they, a pool, they should have had a pool of the ones that wanted to go voluntarily. You feel me? And like the lotto and just be in Disney. <laughs> you feel me? They exposed. Unless <laughs> unless they paying for the, the hotels too. And at that point, that's low-key prostitution. Disney World is open. But I'm saying like that's yeah, but the hotel's not. They should have some people around so the guys can you feel me intermingle with like oh okay, you stand up. All right, that's cool. Uh, like you ain't just trying to see dudes every day, all uh, you feel no, me? No. You trying to have some type of human interaction. I'm trying to make as best as I can. <laughs> all right, look, so look, I ain't gonna say who told me to do it. I learned from an NBA head. Nigga always told me, he said, whenever I go out of town, I travel like a, a hundred girls make it to the hotel, fifty make it to the bus, at least twenty make it past security inside, five making it upstairs. So listen, 
They gonna get there. They gonna get there, bro. At least they gonna get there. But the thing is, if y'all snitching, type in the caps. Keep going. If y'all snitching, hey, type in the caps. One eight hundred. Yeah. Snitching, like y'all, like just say it out loud. Because they start for uh, for leaving the bubble. And I'm snitching on everybody because I'm trying to get your team to only have five players. Y'all got to play the whole right. minute. Competitive advantage. Yeah. I can understand that. I can understand that. It's just still, it just don't sit, it just snitch hotline. It's just like, damn, I'm like. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, bro. I can see, I can see that just because they making it sound like so weird because it's a snitch hotline. However, the other thing that, that I was like was thinking about with this is just like, damn. These are professionals. So you feel me? You can't act professional for a few weeks, bro, because there is a phase when, like, people are going to be able to invite their families. I mean, families, maybe, I guess, like, close friends. But, hey, CP3. <laughs> but, oh, let me, let, me, let me pick it up. I'll pick it up. Bro. Oh, man. I understand it, bro. Like, I, I definitely understand everything behind it. Just me, from what I was raised on and grew up on, no, I don't condone snitching. So if what you doing? If you Kawhi, right, and you see, you see Brian lead a bubble real quick. What you yeah. doing? I like. I don't condone. It ain't on me. I'll probably say something to do. Like, hey, bro, what, what you on, bro? Like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. You know niggas in here snitching. Like, you better. You feel me, niggas snitching? I ain't gonna say nothing. But niggas You said <laughs> what? I said niggas talking about you don't want me to snitch. I need all the loud you got in your room right now. I need right now. <laughs> Mouth is tripping. Oh God. Fredo, what's your thoughts on this on this NBA bubble, man? I mean, not just the hot the snitch hotline, man. Man, I'm I'm low-key excited for it, man. I'm hoping that they kick people out. I'm you suspended a game or something like that. You gotta go quarantine 14 days, mm-hmm. something like that. Like it gotta be some type of penalty with it. But I'm all here for it. Uh, the, the, the penalties <laughs> get more uh, steeper when, like, the closer they get to the start of the season. You feel me? So, right now, if you go outside the bubble, you will have it's to quarantine like for, like, eight to ten days. And, like, guys, like – and this is the other good question I want to bring up. Well, not a question, but <clears throat> a point. Um, Zion, he recently broke the bubble because he had a family emergency. Mm-hmm. So, in the NBA's eyes, I'm looking at it like, man – Depending, I feel like they're trying to probably expedite this process. Like, all right, what's going on with the family? Because, of course, family is number one. Mm-hmm. But the NBA know, all right, we brought them here so we can make money. That's why they did the whole 22 team thing, or else they just would have had the 16. So, mm-hmm. Zion is a big part of that. People want to see Zion play, he's box office. So, I wanted to get you all thoughts on Zion having to break the bubble. And what the NBA should do about that? Because I feel like with things like that, they gonna have to be more lenient on. You feel me? So yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Like you said, family comes first. So you know, I would never. You know, I don't think anybody's judging Zion. Not that you were, but you know, I don't think anybody would be judging Zion. But to your point, he's very box office. So I think for what they'll do with Zion will be something that you see with what they did with like uh, Jokic and like the rest of the players when they first came. Yeah. Like a two-day quarantine, back to back, and they had to get they had to receive two positive tests within mm-hmm. 24 hours. So you know, Ooh. he gets back, he tests, say he tested negative. You know, 
probably another two days quarantine just in case. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the one risk is that if he does test positive, he won't be able to go, go back down there for another two weeks. Yeah. That's that's the big thing that they just don't want to happen. Like, as long as he doesn't test positive while he's at home, because, you know, they'll have him go get tested at, like, the local best hospital, you feel me, five yeah. hospital or whatever before he comes back. Mm-hmm. But as long as he doesn't test positive, I don't think it'll be too big of a story. But if he does, that'll be big time for the NBA. Because yeah. he – Cause he he boxed off his bro like he wanted the he wanted the number one things that people want to see you feel me like and what'd you say Nate for sure yeah and like they the season got robbed the COVID you feel me so whether or not they would have made it to the playoffs or not we didn't get to finish seeing what Zion had done in that first season and he was already injured from this from the start of the season so the NBA knows what they're doing bro they're trying to recoup all the money that they can. Even for the simple fact that I think wasn't Zion's first game back against the Lakers or something like that. Like they know yeah, it. They, they like, Portland first, I think. Portland and yeah, the Lakers. Or something. Lakers Clippers first game. Okay, uh, now I'm talking about uh, like Zion first game back. Yeah, it was. I think it was the Spurs. He had like them 17 straight yeah, points. Yeah, he had like four, four, four from the trade point line or some shit like that. Okay. Yeah, but like LeBron and them, I think they follow like shortly after. I don't know, but. It, you know, like they know what they're doing, bro. Like you gotta, you gotta get your money off of Zion, bro. So I feel like they gonna just be lenient with that. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, is there any more thoughts on that? No, I agree. Where all right, bro. yeah, like I, I, you always know, the best player on the team they got longer leashes. So it is. Oh yeah, he coming right back. Yeah. He coming right back. He'll be okay. Zion will be in that tournament. He'll no. He gonna have to, bro. He it's too much. It's too much money attached to him. For they him. Yeah, yeah. But just to keep moving on, bro. Uh, recently, Ray John Rondo, man, he broke his thumb, and they saying he out for six to eight, six to eight weeks. I wanted to see what y'all thoughts on that is, and uh, will this affect the Lakers playoff run? Fredo, what's your thoughts on that, bro? Man, bro, Rondo, he gotta become that guy. Just don't practice at all. Like he only he just show up on game day and regular play because like every time he gets the same hand, broken wrist, broken thumb. Like bro, every and he don't need to practice, bro. He already cold. Like we know what he gonna do. Just let him come in on game day and play. Like they, they just gotta stop having fact. Miles, what's your thoughts on this, bro? Do you think this uh, uh affect the Lakers playoff run? Anything like that? I think it'll affect it to a certain extent, but not that much. Rondo, uh, Rondo, he plays a huge. Uh, he has a huge impact on the Lakers team, but I mean, keep it frank, he's not the impact. You get what I'm saying? They can manage without him, and I'm pretty sure they got some backup pieces, some other pieces they're gonna put together to manage that. But my whole thing with Rondo is one thing I like about Rondo, which I feel like he's a good asset on any team, is because he's not just a player; he's a player coach. He has the IQ. Where he can be on the sidelines and still impact the game without playing, um, and he sees like almost kind of like Brian. He has that visionary aspect of basketball. He can see plays before they happen. Yeah. So I feel like he's still gonna be helpful as a tool on the bench. And you know, if he was playing, he would be helpful. But he's also wishy washy. He's older. He has some game good, some bad games. So I feel like to be honest, it doesn't hurt them as much as it could, and it's still a benefactor. So that's how I feel. So, but Nate, what's your thoughts on that? Like Mouse said, uh, I don't think – like watching the Lakers a lot this season, I don't think it'll hurt them at all because, honestly, Rondo hasn't really been that good this season. Mm-hmm. Like, 
plays, you know, he tries to get a little too flashy sometimes. Like sometimes, you know, the passes that he was making early on, like in his Celtic career, or maybe even with the Pelicans like a few years ago, you know, he's just not that guy for some reason right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of Laker fans have been talking about giving him less minutes because, you know, he can't really shoot. Uh, you know, like like I said, it turns the ball over a lot. So maybe giving him less minutes, giving more minutes to like a Caruso. And now you got J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters. And Deion Waiters can sometimes, you know, handle some ball, handle responsibilities. But uh, yeah. obviously, you know, you never want to see nobody get injured. But it's happened to Rondo pretty often as of recently. You know, yeah. he's not really uh, – you wouldn't, you wouldn't consider him an Iron Man type player. I hope you get healthy and shit, but do I think that it'll help really? <laughs> I hope you get healthy and shit. <laughs> probably, probably not. You feel me? Like, I don't think it really affects us. I really want to see yeah. Lean Horton Tucker. You feel me? Yeah, Shop- they need to call him up. I, they, they did. He down there in Orlando with him. So uh, I want to see him get some minutes, man, because six yeah. long arms. He's he's a dog. Y'all look out for him. Everybody that's watching this, look out for him. Yeah, we, we know we Chicago babies. We already know him. I already know. Y'all know. Yeah, but just to like further like you know expound on this, I do feel like it does harm, it does hurt the Lakers a little bit, but I feel like it could be a a situation where you get addition by subtraction. So mm-hmm. with him being out for this six to eight weeks, like you said, I would give guys like Horton, uh, Quinn Cook more minutes, even though Quinn Cook uh, got to experience high valuable minutes with uh the Warriors in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This could get him back into that form because during the season he wasn't really getting all those type of minutes. So I feel like if they let him put the point, you know what I'm saying, with Danny Green, then have Kuzma give get Kuzma in the starting lineup, get him more more exposed to that again because he he was injured during the season a little bit and he wasn't he wasn't living up to the standards to be quite honest with you. So I feel like they need to just start. I feel like they need to focus on the younger guys to get them prepared for what's going to come ahead. Like that first, the first and second round, it's not going to be like they're not going to need Rondo, you know what I'm saying? Like, or AV Bradley. They're not going to need them guys. And but, they got eight games to get them prepared, too. You feel me? Like they got a five, yeah. five game lead. Like, if I'm the Lakers, realistically, after this first matchup with the Clippers and maybe game two or three, I'm getting all my younger guys some minutes. I'm keeping my older dudes fresh. You feel me? I may not even play LeBron or AD the last five games of this little bullshit. I ain't gonna lie. Like if I'm a like a high ranking seed like that, I wouldn't care. Like especially if I'm as good as the Lakers or the Clippers, I don't care what seed I end up because I know what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we about to be healthy. That's the main objective. You feel me? Because we seen what not being healthy could could get you. Like the Warriors lost a chip just off not being healthy. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. Any more thoughts on that? Mm, like I said, THT, Talene, Horton, Tucker, it's your time. We yeah. ready. You know, let's get to it. Facto, man. And, I, you know, <laughs> like I said, man, we, we about to get into the, this part of the show to to where it just it just turned. And it, and it get real good, get real, you know what I'm saying? It get real, real. That's what I like to say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, first, coming off hot off the press, man. I need to get y'all thoughts on on uh, recently because it's been a big thing. A lot of people have been talking about the nine to five guy. I want to get y'all thoughts on women not particularly liking the nine to five guy. What's y'all thoughts on that? Um, let, me, <laughs> Miles, let, let me let me get you first, man. You know this this is HBO right here. Let let me get you. All right, so look, hot take, hot take. <laughs> I like this. Hot take. You know, listen, but the way I feel about it, you know what I'm saying? Look, everybody got their preference. You mm-hmm. feel? But realistically, 
I just maybe women need to see a different side of things. But I own my own business. It's not no. It's like it's it's random hours. I don't stop working at a certain time. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to It's unlimited. I know, I know niggas who have a nine to five who are 22 who make six figures. Mm-hmm. That means a nine to five. That means they work nine to five at home on at home on the weekend. They not you feel me? They home by five or six every day, and they making six figures. So, <laughs> what the fuck more do you want? Like, I'm all I'm all the way there with you. You feel me? And Man. my thoughts on it is like, cause you you know, um, really this became popular because it was like a B, B Simone had said something. If y'all don't know who she is, go out there. You should. You, know, you feel me? <laughs> Just familiarize yourself yeah. with it. But it's <laughs> to the point to where you know it, it just was funny to me just because it's like all right, women uh, uh try to try to beat you know what I'm saying beat up the nine to five guy so much, but what if this nine to five guy is a CEO? You know what I'm saying? He has a salary, you know what I'm saying? CEOs have salaries, you feel me? They just not working just off all oh, yeah, big check. Yeah, like <laughs> you gotta get, get that check. No, they, they work off a salary. You know what I'm saying? This out uh, they have stock options. They have things like this. You feel me? They have things lined up. So it, it's just always funny. Like it's just a big misconception on what's going on with it. And there's nothing wrong with not having a nine to five. I know plenty of guys out there that don't have nine to fives that's still getting to it. You know what I'm saying? Going over and beyond expectations. And it's nothing wrong with that. But I just feel like you can't narrow out the nine to five guy. Cause if you keep narrowing out the nine to five guy, you feel me? These these not nine to five guys is ugly, ugly for a lot of them out here. You feel me? Ugly. Bro, they want to do that. Fuck it. I personally, I don't work like your traditional nine to five either. Like Mouse said, you feel me? Sometimes I might have an assignment that I got to knock out. Other times I might not. However, I will never sit here and disrespect nine to fivers. One, because you feel me, my parents are both nine to five. You know, fathers, you feel me? Go get that bag from nine to five. You feel me? Come back, you know, like real like family. You feel me? Like they really just was always getting to that nine to five corporate bag. You feel me? And they got made some real dough off that. So you feel me? I'll never knock a nine to five. Like it's very standard. You feel me? You know, you're going to have benefits. You most likely going to have medical insurance paid by your nine to five. You most likely gonna have a pension plan, 401k paid by your nine to five. You feel me? So, and then like on the back side of that, right? If you're an entrepreneur, most likely, if you have any type of product, the way that your product is produced is by nine to fivers. You feel me? You're most likely selling to people that are nine to fivers, like B. Simone. You feel me? Like she's selling books. Books go to bookstores. You feel me? Nine to five people work at bookstores. Somebody got to print them. Somebody exactly. Got, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like production piece of that, and like you know. It's just like, damn, bro. You know, it's just the whole social media thing. Like, I think people or well, women sometimes really just be getting caught up in that. Like, it's not about what a nigga does for real, for real. Like, when it comes to how he achieves his money, like, like Mouse said, bro, we probably all know people that's 22, 23 making six figures fresh out of college. Like, the Sixers, the, the uh, Ernst and Youngs, like all the big accounting firms. And right. so, like, that's a great bag. Mm-hmm. Like, you could start a business with that type of bag. You don't even have to stay there too long. But for yeah. her, you know, she couldn't be with a man that she said to the extent, like, I can't be with a man who doesn't understand when I'm up till three. 
blah blah blah. That don't mean that you just because you have a nine to five don't mean that you don't understand that. That don't mean that you can't have like all right. Or that don't mean that you have three. And just because you have a business doesn't mean that you're productive at three o'clock in the morning. You feel me? Like you can treat your own entrepreneurial adventure, uh, your own entrepreneurial like business as a nine to five. Like people don't understand entrepreneur you most likely end up working more hours than you would in the nine to five because you got to do more things mm-hmm. so it's no, yeah. like you know um and i i read something about this is like uh this is like a they did some science on it was mit about just the the um the financial way uh the financial structure of nine to fives versus entrepreneurship and once you look at it it ends up almost evening out you know what i'm saying especially if you're a successful um, self-employed person, but yeah, I'm, I thought this one is ninety percent huh. of new businesses fail within the first five For years. Sure, that, that's why I say if you're successful, that's a big the one. Next, Let's make sure we say successful on that. Facts. But In the uh, next five years after that, ninety percent of those businesses is already gone too. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, being an entrepreneur is fun. You know, it's the wave. You don't have to work for nobody. However, it's so much more structured usually in the nine to five, especially if it's a corporate like corporation. One day I see it though, my my bad, Moss. I'm gonna let you and Fredo get in here. But just for those who, you know, what I'm saying, I feel like the sweet spot would be, you know, what I'm saying, even if somebody does have a nine to five, yeah. make sure they have something else on the side that they're, you know, what I'm saying, putting their time in and making sure they're trying to put they all in and owning they self outright. You know, what I'm saying, I feel like that's the sweet spot where you can still have a nine to five and still be you know uh putting your all into something that that you own and own all that crown killing you i, I just t- i tell <laughs> free nate man free nate man. make sure y'all comment that free nate now, let me uh let me get y'all thoughts on this uh miles let me get you and fredo in here man bro real quick i want to say that i would okay it makes more sense for me for a female to say that she can't date a nigga who's an entrepreneur because it's random hours it's you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of shit going on. Sporadic. You got to go. You got to yeah, get out. She said that she can't date a nigga in a dead end nine to five. Okay. That makes sense. But if you're talking about a nine to five, or you got a potential, you in a corporation, you got a potential to go up in a ladder. Or you say, you know, like you say, being a nine to five, you also got the time to operate, run your own business. But Giannis, fuck that. If I'm in a nine to five and I'm comfortable, I'm making enough money. I got yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't even got to do that. Bro, what I got insurance, I got all this, bro, man. Fuck, bro. <laughs> My nigga said I got insurance. I got the whole thing. Insurance. If I'm a nine to five nigga and you don't like me, I'm gonna find me a nine to five person. I can give a fuck, bro. Because end of the day, bro, man, you making six figures nine to five, bro. You oh. six figures, bro. Honestly, it's six figures. Like yeah. I'm making six figures fresh out entrepreneurial like unless you start a business with a product that somebody really really needs bro you feel me and needs on like a mass scale yeah. college, you can most definitely make more money going the corporate route depending on which corporation obviously but you know depending yeah. on your, you probably will make much more money fresh out of school going just straight into a corporation because you don't necessarily have to learn about as much as steep of a learning curve you don't have to put your own money into something that's what a lot of people like have a misconception about like entrepreneurs yeah, they might make some dough, but they still have to refund it with their own money. But and either, bro, I'm making money and I'm just getting taxed by Uncle Sam. Entrepreneurial, you get money, you got to pay it back to yourself through the business, and then you still get taxed on the back end. 
So yeah, my bad. Just just before I let you go, Fredo. But even like the mentors and stuff I look up to, they all started off. You know what I'm saying with the nine to five route. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with starting the other route, being self employed. There's nothing wrong with that. I I actually preach that. But um, when you start that way, you understand you you understand why you want to work for yourself. You understand why you want to do certain things like that. And a lot of these guys, like a, a good example, is Grant Cardone. He started off selling cars he didn't make he didn't really start self-employing himself until he bought his first house at age 35 and he all the way at damn near 55 some two two billion dollars worth of uh assets in real estate it takes time bro you know what i'm saying like um you it definitely takes time and with time comes you know it, it comes every you know what i'm saying everything you want so i i feel like you should always make sure you have something else in the pipeline, like I said, and this is just me speaking to the guys out there. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you always have something in the pipeline. I don't care if you're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars per year with, you know what I'm saying? And this, you got other incentives that could probably kick it up to four hundred. Just make sure you have something else in the pipeline, because if you're making that type of cheese, you're gonna automatically have something else. Like that's just that just will come with it, bro. But uh, Frank, what's your thoughts on that, bro? Man, I don't really, I don't really care what you some more or what's it. What's her name? Somebody. What's it? What's your name? B Simone. I don't really care what B Simone. So I don't know, man. She's not even the type of girl that I would want. Like I feel like only. I feel like maybe like young boy and that type of stuff. Like I don't, I don't want a nine to five man because you don't like everybody's situation is different depending yeah. on who you are. Like somebody who could be an entrepreneur could make like five hundred. Somebody who's, who's like um, in a corporate job could be making a hundred k like straight out of school. Type shit. So, like, you really don't know. Like, you can't judge. You can't just be like, oh, nine to five people are bad, or like, I don't want them. Like, you can be missing opportunities like that. Well, I think our, I think our generation, the problem with like, uh, it's not even just B Simone, but the problem that of women or men that think like B Simone is they're just addicted to fast money. You feel me? Like, oh, they yeah. see, you know, the people that they look up to, the rappers, the rapper baby moms, the hoopers, you know, the entertainers, they're living lifestyles that a lot of people can't afford to live, right? However, you feel me? The I think the argument that like B Simone really was saying is just like you know like, I want a nigga that's trying to get to that dough like as quick as possible, which is like whatever. But at the end of the day, that's very unlikely that like most men that you encounter is that that's that that that's happening to like you know she's surrounded by people who are on wild and out. Like of course you're dealing with entrepreneurs on a daily. Like you're dealing with comedians. You're dealing with entertainers. Like that's not your standard male, African American, white, Mexican. <laughs> standard male in general you know what i'm saying like most male most men is, is <laughs> oh god either in corporations working a nine to five you know or like jared said you know you got your own business but having your own business doesn't necessarily mean quick money is coming but and a lot of, a lot of you know, my bad i ain't mean to cut you off neighbor i feel like she could have capitalized on now she would have said like i said she would have said i don't want to date a nigga in a nine to five in a dead end nine to five okay or I don't want to. I want to date. I want to mud. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. said, I want to date who gets out the mud. Then that's like, okay, I like a nigga who grinds. Who's gonna want to build his own brand, be his mm-hmm. own boss, his own. That makes sense because some girls like that. Hey, now, see, now we getting it. Now we get the same time. You can have a nine to five and still be doing that. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's, well, like, that's that's what I feel like the, the the misconception is is that they feel as if you can't have a nine to five and have more money. It's niggas a nine to five who got more money than these niggas that be out here performing. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and just to just to because we we getting into a special area here. You feel me? Yeah. And I I want to get y'all thoughts on this too because when you talk, in all honesty, bro, when you talk to shorties like now, they don't even know regular niggas no more. Like, <laughs> like, like they don't even know regular niggas no more. Like I be. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, you don't even, you know what I'm saying? You ain't never, you know what I'm saying, talk to nobody who just maybe he worked at FedEx. I don't know. You feel me? That, like, it make me feel comfortable. He's like, damn, like, you feel me? Like, like, God damn. Like, but no. Nah. That's what scares me about a woman. You feel me? Like, if a woman has, like, a history of only dating, like, athletes, celebrities, entertainers, like, that's I'll be honest, bro. That will never be the type of shorty for me. Just because, you know, at that point, I just think you cloud chasing. But my question is this, bro. Yeah. How is Simone going like, basically prosecute nine to fivers when she wrote a book that was plagiarized? You feel me? So you want somebody who has who uh, an entrepreneur, but you don't want to do the work of an entrepreneur yourself and write your own book? That's you the feel mess. Me? How are you going to criticize That's nine to fivers when you can't even write your own product? That's like that makes sense to me. I mean, that's 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 saying things that you don't really mean. Like maybe you do need a nine to five grind because your ass clearly don't know how to work if you plagiarize the kids. Like how you plagiarize the kids book, bro? And yeah. Nate, when that though, bro, what I be thinking about, what I be the shit that I be thinking about, bro, is like, okay, she a wilding out right now. She made right. a million dollars off this book, so call it, and she got a lot of success coming. What the fuck was she doing before wilding out? <laughs> a nine to five? And hey, come yeah. on, bro. Hey, all I'm saying is call a spade a spade. Now, if you elevated with something that's cool, but don't forget where you came from. That don't mean somebody else can't come from that same spot. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, for her to say that, oh, I'm I'm off a of nine to five, niggas. Like, okay, you better be worth a billy. And I like in anybody's preference, I, preference, I respect it. But uh, I want to get back to a point that you said, Nate. And it's it's a lot this with the social media thing, just in general, like. Mm-hmm. It was it was shorties all over the all over uh Twitter and IG thinking they the next one to get a lamb truck or a Birkin. Man. Like, God damn, like Man. what you do? How do you work? Like, like uh, it was like, another issue for me, bro, because like I'll be going through my little Instagram stories or whatever, right? You know, I keep seeing people reposting, oh, you you reposting this little baby and Jada picture, you reposting this Ari and Money Bad Yo picture. Like, are you really yourself and your relationship to be like that bro like are you you about you gonna be out here twerking in the clubs every night like you is that my type of shorty probably not you feel me so like the social media shit bro it's, it's low-key gone a little too far like everybody thinks that they livelihoods or they lives are gonna shape up to be like these rich ass entertainers athletes and celebrities like those are a very select few and even those people they may come off with the dough not to say money bag yo is broke or not Congratulations to him. He can buy his shorty a lamb truck. I cannot. You feel me? So I'm not going to be posting that. I'm not hating on him. But it's a lot of dudes out there in the industry that be broke as hell. They have no assets because they buying cars like that. They buying shoes like that. They buying Dior's, the LV's, the Gucci's at every turn. They don't own nothing. You feel me? A lot of a lot of rappers they just be flashing the cash like it's cool for now. But you don't spent three hundred thousand on that jewelry. And now your house is getting four. See, one, thing, one thing. One thing I don't like is how social media gives off the image to people of things that it's not or what it's not actually like and people mm-hmm. try to imitate that like people will say okay like for instance my nigga j cole you know what i'm saying he wanted the will and jada marriage right 
Mm-hmm. Not no more. Niggas, but see, the thing is, what people don't understand about social media is, you know, you know what you know about them based on what they choose to show you. Ooh. Right. Everybody has a select amount. So if somebody always winning, nigga, because they ain't showing you the losses. Yeah. Ain't no nigga in the world who done always won. Yeah. It's a very few people that's gonna post their downfalls on, on that's Instagram. my point. And so, like when niggas is going through shit with a female or females going through shit with a nigga, you know what I'm saying? You don't know, you don't know. Ari is crazy, she could be beating money back your ass. And they, <laughs> feel me? Like to um to buy that. You said what? She forced him to buy that. He didn't really want to buy it for her. Feel me like. You don't even know she could help the nigga by knife point. Like, nigga, you gonna buy this mother. You gonna buy this shit. <laughs> like, hey, yo. like yeah. though, that's what I'm but realistically though, realistically. I know, I know some females, you feel me, who honestly feel as if relationships should be reflected off of that, or they feel as if that's their goals. And I'll be thinking to myself, like, yeah, what about your mama and your pops? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's always like bro it, 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 that's why I always try to just kind of stay off social media as much as possible bro because it's just a lot of people just on there just with clouded thoughts on, and, and things on how this shit work and this shit don't work that way that's why I always love talking to my oldest brother because he's been an example to me like mm-hmm. bro bro doing well you know what I'm saying and I've never seen this man ever post money. You don't need post stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just it's just different things like that 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 somebody would do that uh, it just look, look at me like I'm like, nah, I never do that because it, it's just lame, bro. Because who is it for? Is it for you? Is it for them? Like you're just trying to get an illusion that you look like like, bro. That's lame as hell. Like I I've never been that type of person. So it's it's just always. My bad, my bad, bro. I didn't mean to fuck you. No, off. you get it's just always just it's just funny, bro. That's why I just try to stay off social media because it's always just something like oh I'm we, we doing this, like even the way niggas like the way people just do shit is always trying to well shit, we live in this well. I'm trying to flex on you. Like, like, nigga, you you rented the boat in Miami. Niggas can rent boats in Miami. Like it's cool. Right. Right. It's cool. Like nigga, <laughs> just enjoy yourself on the boat, my nigga. Like it's cool. I mean, the issue is the same. I feel the same way about that shit, bro. And I feel like it's just because we from Chicago, bro. So we th- we think about shit like a little bit different than everybody else. Like that's why I'm be posting like that. Because to me, I'm, I'm like, who am I doing this for? I, that's how you get robbed. Like yo, happy or just like really about my family. Like it's my brother's birthday. Like, am I posting him to make other like? I just told my bro happy birthday. Like I don't need to post that shit online. Like that Damn. shit. Facts. Like. The thing about socials, bro, it's all literally like projections, like Mouse was saying. You feel me? No one's going to post exactly who they are on Instagram. Like, for example, you feel me? I'm not going to give nobody my whole entire life on the gram. Like, I post a few major accomplishments just because, you know, I'll be proud of myself. But, you know, it's a difference between that and, like, flexing just to flex. You feel me? Like That's why I say, that's why I always, in my bad name, but that's why I say, and with anything, who you doing it for? If you're doing it for yourself, I'm good with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're doing it, I'm all good with that. You know what I'm saying? Do it for yourself. That's what I'm here for. But if you're doing it just so other people could look at you and be like, damn, this nigga, they, that's what you think they looking at you doing? You on some lame shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's just well, think my thoughts on it. You flashing, money, you flashing money for who, bro? Like, you're not going to give everybody else that like that picture 50 or or $100. So why you even need to show them that you got it? You feel me? Like, exactly. I'm if I come on a hundred racks, bro. I'm putting that in the bank, and I might tell I might tell my good close friends, but I can get my mama. 
Uh, I can guarantee that will never touch the light of social media. You feel me? And like people be projecting their lives on the others before example, right? Like, you know, we just talking about money bag, yo, and Ari right now. But you mm -hmm. know, you're looking up to little baby, the gunners, the young thugs, like, okay, you see the money, but do you see the A baby moms? Do you see the gun possession charges? Do you see that they went to jail? You feel me? Like, are those the type of livelihoods that you want to get live in order to get that type of money? Because that's what uh, another thing that people don't really necessarily understand. Like they mm -hmm. look the people that they look up to and it's just like, oh, you, all you see is money. Flash, flash. Like, bro, money back, yo, is like 30, 33 years old. You feel me? Been at it a long time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it takes a while to blow up, bro. People mm. forget about the music industry. And I'm not saying this is what happened, but I'm saying it, it could have been shit. The music industry is phony as fuck, bro. And I'm not saying that he don't got as much money or whatever. I ain't pocket watching. All nah. I'm saying at the end of the day, people have brands. Okay, if they do this, more people listen to my music. More people believe what I say. More people will endorse me. More people will. So if he buy a Lambo, him or Ari say, listen, you know what I'm saying? Let's rent this Lambo. We're going to flex on the ground. Da, 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 da. People going to think, oh, now that everybody's favorite relationship couple, now he getting more streams. Now she's she selling more hair. It's science to it. So, hey, I don't knock him. I ain't even saying yeah. he might have bought it. But I'm saying people automatically believe what they see. It's like you could tell somebody the sky is green and motherfuckers won't even go out and look. Motherfuckers is gonna be like, damn, look what Tony yeah, said. The sky green, the sky green. The sky green. Right. You remember when Megan yeah. Stallion was playing with G Easy and everybody was eating that shit up? Oh, eating that shit up, bro. Like, bro, you feel me? Like, like Jerry said, bro, it's a lot of industry plays, especially when it comes to the music, bro. Right. I, I don't trust most things when it comes to the music. I just, I just, I, I think my bigger point in this, you know what I'm saying, just to wrap this point up, like, I just want people to know out there especially kids it's way more stuff you could do than play and i know this is a sports podcast but there's way more shit you could do in life that can make you way more successful than playing sports and rapping right. or doing whatever like you could do way more of the shit you could be a real estate guru you could fucking own microsoft you could fucking own amazon you could it's any it's infinite amounts of things you could do and yeah. that's just not the end all be all and i feel like in the black community that's what we look at uh, they, that's what I like, nigga. No, nah, it's niggas out here that it's a nigga out here that got a fifty million dollar jet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is even the further thing to, about that, bro. Just, just to put the plane in the air is sixty thousand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's levels to shit, and and bro, people. Like, up, bro, it's just like you know. Wrap this up, Nate, on this one. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna end on this. Like you said, bro. Like you don't always have to look up to be the athlete, the entertainer, the actor, or whatever. But look at the jobs around that industry. They're all nine to fives, bro. And I can tell you from somebody who worked within like a sports industry, you feel me? I basically yeah. nine to five as an intern working for a team that has athletes. Like, yes, you see the athletes, but you don't see that the general manager making dough. You don't see the vice president making dough. You don't see these AR executives making cheese, bro. You feel me? Yeah. These writers, these ghost writers, the producers, the audio engineers, like those are pretty much nine to five jobs, you know? Bro, real quick, real quick. Right, we can end this on this, bro, real quick. One thing I want to say real quick is that, bro, you don't even have to be that. A lot of people don't understand that. It's it's landscapers who, made, who are millionaires. It's contractors. I'm trying to tell you. Niggas, plenty you, don't of have, you don't have to have an education. If you want to pursue that, cool. But if you find a trade, bro, mm -hmm. it, it's not. And even a lot of people, too, everybody's caught up with being a millionaire. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Bye. You don't have to be a millionaire. 
It's live a thousand there, nigga. Be comfortable. Hey, but the thing is, the, the funny thing is, damn near pretty much everybody be a millionaire. You get 50,000 20 years in a row, you're gonna be a millionaire. That's just off making 50,000. It's 20 years, you know what I'm saying? So it's just about the level you want to take it to, and you just gotta always know what you uh what your goals are and always set out to achieve those goals, man. There's nothing wrong with shooting for the stars. I'm shooting for the stars, you know what I'm saying? I'm shooting the motherfuckers. Oh, I gotta be a millionaire because everybody around me a millionaire, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? For sure, but just just to you know that that was a good chop up. Um, plenty of points got out, but oh, yeah, we we about to get into just another just another dark territory, man. You feel me? We we got entanglements, man. We we got <laughs> we got entanglements. Oh, no. oh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it hurt. It, it's hurting me too because we we grew up off. You know what I'm saying? This, this is summer, summer, summertime. Damn, West Philadelphia, man. And it's entanglement season. <laughs> I, I need to get y'all thoughts on man. What, what's going on with entanglements and right, this, man, I'm just let y'all go, man. I, who Fredo you want it first? Y'all, anybody y'all want it first? Oh, <laughs> man. Nasty, man. Hey, shout out to TOV, man. They beyond what I want to say is look, it's 2020, bro. Okay. Women is niggas. Point blank. Who is gonna keep everybody the same, bro? Everybody doing the same shit. Women, you got to fellas, we had our run. Yeah. But women is, I was watching the interview, bro. She confused me. I get why Will had to ask the question. She <laughs> in a relationship with August. She's saucy. If that's your girl, talking to her, she like, I was in an entanglement with August. My dumb ass would have been on Google. What does entanglement mean? I don't, I, even, I don't even, but that's some shit a nigga would say. Because it's like, I just admitted to it, but I ain't admit to it. You get what I'm saying? My thing, my thing is this too. My bad, mouse. But Go ahead. I got to that point when my kids writing Tupac. It, like, look at Will, bro. Look at Will. Ha! <laughs> this nigga look like he been crying for forty days and forty nights, nigga. <laughs> oh man, hundred million dollar nigga, man. Oh, Are you crazy? They put him back up. Put him back up. Put him back. Like, look at this nigga, bro. Yeah. Do you yeah, see this? Will, bro. Like this this childhood right here, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and you got, you know what I'm saying, things going on to where she th- talking to Snoop Dogg. Well, when you said that to Gail King, it made me look like dang, he disrespected my mama, my grandma, my <laughs> daughter. <Bitch>, shut up. <laughs> you ain't even living right. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's the other thing, bro. That, that Nate that you said, bro. It's just so crazy how people look up to these people on social media and you just look to so many people for advice and these niggas ain't even living right, bro. These really? niggas ain't living right. She's supposed to be the one that's healing niggas. What the fuck is you doing? What the fuck is you doing? You feel me? But now nah, let me let me mouse finish. Man. <laughs> look, let me hop in real quick. Is that bro? Okay, so boom, she said they were separated. They was through it being done and all the other shit. And the people be like, oh, y'all didn't really watch the interview. She said they, they didn't know they was going to get back together. They was over with. I'm like, okay, look, I ain't in that relationship. Get the fuck I you. Fuck. End of the day, did she not have August around their kids? Did she not have August around Will? Or did they not have family pictures together? Hey, they hey do. hold on. Good, good point, though. Good point, though. Because 
and let this be a man, right? Let Jada let with, this be a man. This is predator behavior. By so she said in that interview, he was sick. We wanted to help him. Bro, he was 20 years old. He That's how sick. it started off. Yes. He, he was sick. He was sick. He was sick. And you and you knocked him. Come so on, you knocked him and he was <laughs> in the house. And what are we doing? Predatory Look, behavior. Now, 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 this is the crazy part to me, bro. That's correct. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and act like you feel me. Stuff like this in Hollywood doesn't happen. Because I'll be real, bro. I'm sure Will has had plenty of his own experiences with women. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure Jada has had probably this is probably not the first dude if they have an open relationship. However, the fact that it hit the press makes it so much more disrespectful. You feel me? If you do your dirt, bro, do it on the low. But you got your side, like you got your side nigga around your kids, around your husband, around you. You feel me? Living with y'all, bro. Like you feel yeah. me? That is like the ultimate disrespect for me. It's not about them like having an open relationship. She had a relationship with another dude, whatever. I'm sure Will done had a lot of bad women up in Hollywood, so you know he probably had his little fair share of funds or entanglement, whatever we want to call it these days in 2020. However, bro, it's just too disrespectful for me that he was, one, living there, two, hanging with the kids, three, have a good friendship with Will Smith himself. And like you said, bro, like, let's not have double standards. Like, let's call it what it is, bro. That's predatory behavior. Augustine was a kid in the music industry when this all started happening. You feel me? He with no family. Jada, like, 50-something. Like, that's predatory behavior, bro. And this, if, it, if this was a guy, then we would be talking about it a lot differently. It'd be over. It'd be hey, over. This was Dave Chappelle and Willow Smith. What? Yeah, you, that's crazy. What? I, really, I really feel like that's why Will was mad. Like, he wasn't really upset about that. Part. Like, he knew it was going on. Because, like August said, like, they had a conversation. I'm sure that was true. Yeah. But that's still, like, Jada got to have better decision making because <laughs> that story is never supposed to come out like that. Like, yeah. He, August supposed to sign an NDA or something like that where it's paperwork. Y'all a half a billion dollar family. There's no way something like this should be getting out. It's crazy. Will a ham, bro. I'm just gonna go out here and say it just because you feel me. Like he's he's a ham, bro. Hey, what's he from? I I know, bro. It's he's from West Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, I was where I spent most of my day. You know what I'm saying? He's from there. Like, bro, it. It's homeless niggas not dealing with this type of, you know what I'm saying? This type of foul play. Like, I understand people might say, you know, they, they in an over relationship. Bro, that's over with. It ain't nothing. Like, we talked about wild out days last week. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about being a wild boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to be a wild boy. You take into consideration, like, bro. Damn. They, both, they both heavily influenced by the Hollywood culture, bro. Like That's a fact. That's why I hate when people come out to L.A., you feel me? And all they want to do is go to Hollywood. They want to go to Santa Monica. They want to go to downtown. Like, that's not what LA is like. But Hollywood is so Take me to the trenches. Weird. You feel me? Like, a lot of weird things that go on in Hollywood. You walk down the Hollywood Boulevard, the Avenue of Stars, bro, you'll realize that pretty quick. But, like, you know, it's not too surprising because I'm sure a lot of Hollywood couples be swinging or, you know, yeah. having, you know, you know, turned up nights off the cocaine or whatever. Entanglements. But, you know, for- <laughs> And for him to live with y'all, that's just a certain boundary that I would never cross. Like, okay, if this happened with another random dude, whatever, bro. But the fact that he lived with y'all family for years and was even a part of the family, like, 
you brought him in as what you would consider a son. Now all of a sudden you having sex with your son, like that ain't it, man. Bro, what did Jerk say in that song? I hate it had to be him. They said, call me about to use a hundred fifty M. I don't know who he said, bro. I hate it had to be. I don't know, Fredo. <laughs> what's your thoughts on everything, bro? Man, Jada just got to chill. She got to go sit down. I know in the house right now, everybody mad at her. I know the kids not talking to her. Will not talking to her. Will up there looking so mad. He didn't want to do the interview. She got like this red table talking about her entanglement. Cut your light on, Fredo. Keep going up. Oh, <laughs> you all good. Just went down. Yeah, you all good. Yeah, yeah man. Jada just got to stop playing around. She just got to go chill out for a second. Yeah, I love and support black women. Yeah, bro. girl come to me talking about an entanglement at 22 years old. We're through. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's y'all thoughts on if somebody come at y'all with the, you know, we think we, I think we just need to. And involve other people and you know get involved in entanglements. You know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on that? What, 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 what are you replying to that? I can understand that more for somebody who's 50 years old than I could for somebody our age. Like mm-hmm. I can you 50, you feel me? You'd be getting boring. I ain't bro. I ain't yeah, bro. I, I ain't even gonna lie to you. Miles what up? Not it. Miles, we, we can't hear you. But I just just for me, I, I'm not going for that, bro. I'm sorry. Like it, it's over with, bro. I, I can't take that. I can't take that. Like it's, it's it. things. I do understand it, bro. After after like 20 years, y'all been married. Like, okay, we we've been doing this a long time. We financially like stable at this point now. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm definitely I'm I'm not folding for that. Like I'm I'm leaving the relationship. <laughs> like if y'all, you know, one, I guess like, you know, after 20, 25 years, like you said, you know. One night, maybe two nights out of 25 years, bro. That's a lot of days, whatever. But we talking about somebody living in our home. Yeah, for some a couple of years. That's crazy. We already got kids, like we're established, and he's leaking it to the media, embarrassing me. That I need the divorce paper signed that day. Yeah, what well, I'm saying. I like you can't like you can't wild out. Like, even when I wild out, like you can wild out with me. You feel me? We could wild <laughs> them together, but we just ain't about yeah. Just be wilding out like wild boys, like you know what I'm saying. We ain't about to do that now. Wild boys, the wildest of them. Oh God, but nah, most can. I mean, yeah, we can hear you now. What, what, what do you? What's your thoughts on man? If somebody ever came to you and was like, you know what, you know, I, I think we just need to be in a an entanglement. You know what I'm saying? Have different entanglement. What's your thoughts on that, bro? What What are you saying to that? I don't know, but I'll try to see how the bitch playing, bro. She already, she already tell me, you know what I'm saying? She want to have entanglement. 90% of the time, that's because the female either, one, she already missed the left the relationship, or two, because she already got the entanglement. You feel me? So if she got the entanglement, then I'm going to be like, okay, bet. You feel me? I might play my role, do what I got to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to play. And then the motherfucking... If she's if she just mentally, you feel me, out of it, then I'm off it already, off it. But if she's trying to play a game with me, <laughs> come on, bitch. Yeah. That's that's right. Right. You said, I'm the game. <laughs> I'm the game. It's time to play. It's time to play. I'm the game. We can play. <laughs> 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 Nigga said, we can play. <laughs> so, man, any, more, any more thoughts on this entanglement talk, man? It, it's just wild, man. I, I hate to see one of the legends, man. Some. 
somebody who they put it up again, man. Just put it up again. Like, come on, bro. Like, this wheel, bro. Like, I wish I had a like a a, a fresh Prince picture of wheel, but that's wheel, bro. The that nigga looks. It ain't like he got like just the corona, the full corona look going on because he's slight weight got trimmed up. Like, like he got lined up like four days ago. Yeah, that's the look of a man who been crying for forty days and forty nights, bro. Wow, you can tell that you can tell that nigga been crying, or he just stressed the fuck out, bro. Yeah, bro. He like, he beat up, like damn, bro. He looked yeah, good, bro. Something, yeah. Like, I, still, I feel like that was the last straw with him. Like, damn, we let it get to the media. I still got respect for Will because he couldn't control everything about this situation. Like, he couldn't have known. I mean, it's not on him at all. So I still got respect for bro. However. Once he, if he did know about this entanglement beforehand, mm-hmm. for him to allow it to happen, I hope it just didn't happen in his house. You feel me? That's that's oh, definitely in the house. Like like you said, I, it ain't like we definitely still respect Will, but it is his fault because from the gate, you know, what I'm you, bro, because it, it's, it's rap. No, I'm saying it's raps on an open relationship. Like that would have been. That would have silted thin. Like he probably was trying. He, he was probably trying to do it, bro. You get off too. In his thirties, probably, bro. He was probably like Will Chamberlain, bro. Know? We all men here, bro. We know how to get off and not have her get off. We know how to maybe he'll get off, but we he'll be like, come on. Maybe that I'm nigga like, just wasn't feeling that, bro. I don't know. Cause but Dale, I, Dale, Dale was trying to tell me the same thing, bro. Maybe he was just trying to keep the family. To, man, fuck that. He's three hundred million dollar nigga, and he ended up looking crazy. I think Dale, he was trying to keep the family. I gotta give with Dale on this one, bro. You no, said what? I think he was. Oh man, he's <laughs> only, he only went outside for allowing it to go public. And yeah, bro, I feel like that's where it's really hurting. Like, bro, you, you let it go, pub, bro. Like I said, yeah. let it go. Uh, the reason why it wasn't his fault is because you know, damn well, if y'all ever got on the outskirts or a bad side of a female, you on the bad side, cuz yeah, but that's when you just that's what I'm saying. So, like, that, you heard Jada say, you heard Jada say, she said it wasn't something you had control over, it's only something that I could have let happen because she let it happen. It wasn't even if he was like, you got me fucked up, he fought the nigga, that wouldn't have stopped her fucking the nigga at the time. So, at the time. So then, on top of that, he can't control. Then he can't control August leaking it unless he paid a nigga off. He probably didn't know the nigga was gonna leak it. Yeah, so, it ain't nothing he could have really did. For real. You feel me? Been a solid dad. You feel me? This is literally the only knock against Will I've heard since. It ain't, it ain't even a knock against him. It's, like, it's, it's not really a knock. It ain't, it ain't a knock. knock. It's more so a knock on Jada. How she really trying to like spin this to be like a whole like it's okay. It's, I wouldn't say it's okay, but realistically, it probably happens more often than not. For it's sure. For sure. And not in such a disrespectful manner. You feel me? Like, people go out yeah, there, bro. get a telly. You got millions. Will old enough to be that nigga daddy. He told me. That's what I'm saying, bro. You having relationships in my crib. At that point, bro, that's the type of stuff that makes dudes go end up getting that gun or something. You feel bro, me? Like, you get shot. Like, like you seen like, how you look, bro. Like, that's nigga... Come on, bro. Just, just to like, <laughs> just like I said, man. Shout out to David Tov Sports, man. He in the back, put holding us down. But like I said, like, bro, it's all good with Will, bro. 
it, if it was me, like I'm saying, if it was me, we wouldn't even have got to that point. Like the open relationship thing would have been dead, and I wouldn't have been at no red table. <laughs> she would have been there talking to herself, like, like, bro, what are, what am I sitting here talking to you about, bro? You, you cheated on me publicly, like, even if, even if they are an open relationship, like, dude, like, come on, bro. Hey, nah, it's really August though. August is a dirty nigga, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Come on, nah, bro. He was there. He was there getting mentally saved, bro. He wasn't dirty. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Dirty. August a burger for real, bro. Yeah, he is. He's grimy. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have said it. Like that ain't nothing you talk about. Like that's what I said. It's another thing. Like, like I said with lame nigga. Like you just, it's just a certain. Co- like you don't say that. That's what Who I'm cares? saying. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why he a like. Cause look, realistically, any nigga, especially if you tap the nigga wife, you ain't gonna say that, bro. You ain't gonna, especially because nigga, if they break up again, so I'm gonna tap it again, nigga. How the fuck you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> hey. How you gonna? I'm trying to tell you, but no, though, man, like, like you said, I, I, August is a burger for that, and it's just, bro, it's just, it's just sad, bro, because we'll probably like, man, I got my boats in check, like my boats ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody coming out saying nothing like this. Like, come on now, you got to get the boats in check. Got me. Her her ship out here singing, bro. We'll yeah. we'll probably, I don't know, man. I just. Cool. Wrap, you, wrap us up on this, man. Who, who you got do your dirt, bro. For the people, man? If you're going to do your dirt, just do it on the low, bro. You feel me? Just Women, niggas, this is gender exclusive. You feel me? This is to everybody, bro. If you're going to do your dirt, do it on the low. And if it ever got to come out, don't make sure it happened on social media, man. Like the first time you hear about your significant other, you feel yeah. me? About it, it shouldn't be on social, bro. Mm-hmm. But see, I want to say one thing, too, though. I believe that we're going to make a comeback. You feel me? Because I, I look I look at dialogue. I look at Jasper and the other shit. When he was talking to her, if y'all watched the end of the interview, he said, huh, I'm going to get you back, though. Oh, she said, she said I don't think it's about that. He said, well, for me it is. Y'all know when a nigga make a joke twice? Yeah. yeah Will ain't getting her back, bro. Bro, he if he didn't Will, make Will going Will to mess around. Bro. He kept, it was like two or three times he kept saying, oh, no, I'm going to get you back. I'm Man, hot, hot take, hot take. This this my hot take. Then we getting out here. We getting out of here on this last one with Woj. Man, Will may pull a Bruce Jenner. But uh, 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 <laughs> Woj Never. has recently been suspended from the ESPN, man. <laughs> like, he yeah. has recently been suspended. It's been free Woj, man. We hold him down, man. Um, he's he been in the news. Um, I guess he told a, a senator or a politician F you because dude was saying something. I guess he got the, the guy was talking about NBA, the NBA's involvement in Beijing and knowing what's going on in China. And yeah, well, just hit him back, like, bro, F you. Like, you ain't trying to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? And I guess the other guy was saying something like to the, I don't know, it was something to the tune of, it had something against the Black Lives Matter thing. But what's your thoughts on everything, like, in uh, regards to woes, man? Free woes, man. Hey, look, free my nigga Rose, free my nigga Woes out the <laughs> You feel me? My bro just got indicted. Hey, free Woes out the center, bro. Nigga in the slam. Bro, got 20 years, you know what I'm saying? But nah, real talk, I respect Woes for, you know, taking a stand. Um, And like, you know, just basically, he was very just raw and uncut for what he said. Like, you know, you should never really email, correspond, fuck you off the back. Like, I wouldn't do that to him. Like, you know, it's always I ain't even gonna lie, bro. It, it may get slipped out with me, like, bro. If you, if you, if you that crazy, it, hey, bro. 
I mean, but, the, you always got to be politically correct. You can be, you can say politically correct. Fuck you in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you definitely can, but you know, well, the most respectful way I'd have seen somebody say "fuck you" before. Like that shit was just like two letters or two words, just "fuck you," just simple. Yeah, that's how you yeah, know. Like, Long conversations about it. All he said was "fuck you," and he ain't said nothing since. He just been chilling. Yeah, that's how you and know he, he meant it. He didn't even change the tag at the bottom. This shit still say "sent for my eyes." Yeah. Yeah. he probably you know, like he. Are you serious? Yeah, he meant that. Like, oh, what? <laughs> he meant that shit. But nah, you gotta you gotta respect Rose because he reports on black athletes. So for him to be so upset about somebody like coming at the Black Lives Matter movement, it's refreshing to know that he actually believes that. Because if he's saying something like that in the email correspondence, that means he actually believes what his like main you know group believes. Like Black Lives yeah. Matter, you feel me? Equality for everybody. Like if he's taking a stand, not even on a public forum, that means he was doing it in the background. So, you know, I'm always more for, like, what are you doing when the cameras aren't on or, like, not recording you? And it's clear that he really standing on what he believes. So he'll have a job back pretty soon, man. But you got to free him out the slam, bro. Send, bro, some uh, top ramen. I'm going to send, put some money on, bro. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, Fredo, what's your thoughts about this, man? Free Woj. Free Woj, man. <laughs> he ain't really do nothing wrong. I feel like, uh, but I kind of. I don't know. I kind of feel kind of different on it because I feel like he should have. Um, I feel like what the NBA is doing with China is kind of weird. But at the same time, they was attacking. He was like using that to attack the Black Lives Matter movement, which I didn't like. But I did yeah. I agree with some of the stuff he said. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, like black people are getting money off the NBA. They feed their families. They take care of communities. So I'm. I don't know, man. It's tough. It's a tricky uh, situation. Yeah, like you said, like. China, it is a uh, tricky. It is. Uh, I ain't even gonna say tricky. Like I understand what the Senate dude was saying in regards to the NBA's involvement in China, and the NBA's just looking at it as a dollar sign. You feel me? When in all actuality, uh, it's one of the training camps, training facilities um, that was sponsored by the NBA. And I have to get. I'll come back next week with that uh, information. But they're right next to. An, an, um, that the internment something those uh concentration camps like they yeah. got like a, a million muslims like in slavery almost yeah so i like i understand it but like you said it was going against the uh the black lives matter thing and i'm not saying that the, the chinese thing is not important like that's definitely important you feel me like that's just as important as the black lives matter thing but it's a time and a place for everything. And if you want to address that, just address it. Come out and say that. You know what I'm saying? And right. make a campaign around that. Like, hey, man, like the NBA, all oh, this who out the band. Y'all talking about Black Lives Matter and this who out the band going on here. Not mm-hmm. good with that. You know what I'm saying? But Wolves is probably just in a position. Like, he was like, man, I ain't trying to hit this nigga talking to me. Bro. It was before 9 o'clock in the morning, too. He was like, what are you, what are you talking about? Bro? Like, but, you know, like, even then with the whole China situation, like, you know, obviously everybody's lives everywhere matter. That's why the whole, you know, just for the followers out there that ever get it confused, the reason niggas don't have to say all lives matter is because that's obvious, right? You know, talking about black lives matter at this exact juncture. However, like, it's just hypocritical for, like, you know, people, you know, in the NBA or, like, the senators to be mad about how the NBA is still doing business with China for concentration camps, which is a bad thing. But then again... You got basically the U.S. doing the same things with the prison system. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you can't really be too mad at the NBA doing business with China if you think the NBA should be happening in the United States where, you know, mm-hmm. their league is African-American 
And, you know, we have 70 or like 50 percent of the prison population in America. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, we're not doing nothing that's just that's really just as bad. I mean, we're doing things that's just as bad as China. They're just a lot more open with it. You feel me? They don't share information, but, you know, you can see it because it's concentration camps. But they're doing the same thing to us in jail. So, you know, if the NBA can do business here freely in America, then, you know, I, if, if you're making money, bro, I guess you got to make that dollar. But, you know, I hope that that situation gets resolved. But the NBA is not the deciding ticket either way for that situation being resolved. So, yeah. Miles, you got any thoughts on uh on this Free Woes campaign, man? What, what's your thoughts on it, man? Wrap us up. Man, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, Free Woes. I feel like it's always important and good to have an ally, mm-hmm. you know, especially one who stands by uh, their words, just not with their words, but also with action. Um, so, like I just say, man, I feel like Lou Will, I feel like Brian, man, Free Woes. Freedom Boys, man. But, nah, let me – uh. Like I said, man, we in the building, man. I appreciate y'all for checking in, man. We had good talk today, man. Entanglements to nine to fives, to woes, to Mahomes, to uh, Black Lives Matters, to the Snitch Hotline, man. Let me put that number up there again. My name is Snitch yeah. Extension yeah. C3. Call that yeah. number right now. Yeah. If you, NBA, if y'all watching and you want to snitch, that's where you do it at, right there. Make sure you click. You got to spell it out. So the C would be the A. I, that's the one. Right, so that's the one, right? Yeah, so you, you do that, <laughs> you hit the P, then you hit the three, and you good. You're going to make it in there and be able to snitch on whoever you want to snitch on. But, <laughs> like I said. Hey, I'm fishing on coaches. Man, I'm snitching on August Alcina, bro. Straight oh, up. Now, come on now, come on now, come on now, man. You, you can't check the player. You always Ooh, check the but <laughs> we <laughs> we gonna get in here, get out of here. Like I said, man. Uh, National Sports Chat, man. You catch us anywhere over there, man. Uh, we dropping new content every day. Check out the YouTube page, the IG page, the Twitter page, uh, the Spotify page. We we dropping this on there. Make sure you tune in to us everywhere. Comment, like, subscribe. Make sure you go over there. Check out Tov Sports, man. Um, uh, make sure you go over there. Def- like I said, check them out. Check out the Mike and Friends podcast page. Make sure you go over there, follow us on that. You're going to get all these conversations like that entanglement conversation. It's going to be on there because I can't post that on the National Sports. I can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> but no, nah, make sure y'all go over there, check them out. Uh, check us out. Uh, I'm talking about check them out. Um, any Y'all got anything else, bro? Free walls, bro. All y'all stay safe. Free roads, man. We up, we in here and we up out of here, man. Put wheel up real quick just to take us out, man. We, we, <laughs> Jeez. like I said, man. Oh, man. About, <laughs> man, you talking about free roads, man. Free wheel, bro. We, we here for you. We standing in solidarity. Uh, we here for you, man. But now, nah, like I said, man, we checking in and checking out, man. Mike and friends podcast We're in the building. We'll see y'all next week. Why the fuck you always in your feelings? I been banging with Wapskino Fest since we was cheering. They killed Tracy that same night when we was out there chilling. I start rapping, how the fuck I end up with some millions? Me and Cat was sipping drip like we ain't had no ceilings. Nigga Max was on them hits so he couldn't have no feelings. All them bitches under his belt and they got no civilians. Just like any mighty mo, he hop out right there, get him. Damn, how you know? Cause I was right there with him. If I'm in interrogations, I'ma claim my innocence I won't pay you back with vengeance, kill you County's Benjamins Spitting similes, phone them listening, knocking out they senses Labels try me, me bout, uh, 
had to with due diligence. Gone raise your hand with the war with no limit. Don't see too many, we militant. Had a new foreign whip, bit the will on it. Parking in mama garage and just chillin' it. Got bullet holes in it, who been in it? Ten it, be right back in a minute. Niggas hearing stories, they thinking we finished. Next day, we's back, I don't finish. Got nothing to prove, I'm just reflecting. God be my witness. Don't disrespect, cause I wet you and won't seek forgiveness. The world really wanna know just how I'm living. Gave it to him raw, so now I'm one of the realest. And I still got the same killers rolling with me. Got my clock, I'm playing them, feel like a rolling 60. I already mentioned do wop, I still roll with 60. Still got a temper, lose control, you would think I roll with Missy. Niggas still mad, they pissy. Know my block sad, they miss me. Mama always said I'll be round when he said, tap my slack, gotta kiss me. Little bitch mad about wife, your paddock ain't even gonna buy some tiffin'. I won't never let him catch me slipping. So I'm round with it. Yeah, I'm round with it. Gotta ride with it. Fighting cases and shit, I still gotta ride with it. Yeah, I'm round with it. I'm still round with it. I'ma die for this shit. And I love my hood, but you think I'ma die for this shit? What? All the niggas already died for this shit. Candlelight niggas sneak this on me out there crying and shit. All these bitches talking about they love me out there lying and shit. Keep my heat on like surprise, and I see the envy all in your eyes, shit. Devil in disguise, want me to meet my demise. Ain't no love in this shit. Niggas watch me starve all in this shit. Now I'm eating, niggas say they hungry, got low carbs and all this shit. Get no fuck, niggas suck my dick. Wouldn't be hit me if I wasn't rich. Miles away, be hearing this, and I come back round, niggas don't say shit, cause I ain't no bitch. You wanna ride around with them licks, try and get your lick back when this shit crack and see how I been feel like Chris. This nigga finna get frappin' man. I spent so much sack in this shit, I forgotten it. Hit the A, they love me, I feel like I'm dominant. Did some Louis kicks, I mixed the Virgil top with it. You're a struck, I cop the whip, the slut you're poppin' it. So I'm round with it. Yeah, I'm round with it. Gotta ride with it. Fighting cases and shit, I still gotta ride with it. Yeah, I'm round with it. I'm still round with it. I'm a death for this shit.